live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Welcome to Get Associated. I'm your host, Kathy Watina, and today we are answering all the questions that you need to know about internet safety. So we're talking about protecting yourself. I have two guests with me today. Um, Our first one is Jamie Sanders. She's a brand new intern here at ACU Texas. So I wanted to introduce her to the audience and let you guys get to know her as we are as well. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. Happy to be here. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about you, um, just a little bit about your background. Yes, um, I'm currently a University of Houston student studying economics. Um, I have a little bit um, of background in marketing as well as business administration. And yeah, I'm here at the ACU to learn more about the financial institution side of things. And I'm super excited to be here. That's awesome. So do you know like what you want to do? Like, I mean, I hate to use the word like when you grow up, but like, do you know what you want as your first like real job where it's a career job? No, I have no idea. And I feel like that's why I've just been doing so many internships in my undergrad to kind of figure it out. But, um, yeah, definitely leaning more towards financial institutions, but not certain, not 100 percent on anything. For sure. So what has been the most uh, like interesting or fun internship you've done so far? Um, This has been a top one, but I've also um, worked with the oil and gas company for marketing. I've worked with um, um, housing and been in the backsides of that, getting contracts and stuff. So I'll tell you this one, though, it's the top one right now. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, So one thing that's really cool that when we get the opportunity to work with our interns is, yes, you're in the business development. You're helping us with some marketing stuff, but... You know, Derek does a really good job of getting you out there, and you'll get to sit with all the departments and really get to learn about everything a financial institution does. So I really like that opportunity for our interns. Um, so tell me, so far, you said this has been one of your top ones as far as entertainment goes. What um, what has been the, the most fun opportunity you've had so far? It will be um, going to the Sabercats <laughs> rugby game. Um, I've always been around rugby, but, I mean, going to, like, a league one on that level, that was really, really um, fun and just interact with all the different people and stuff like that. Um, and then also this podcast, I was I didn't know I was going to be a part of this, but now that <laughs> I am, it's, it's very fun. Very cool. We do some really cool things, um, and, you know, just for the – listening audience to know today is the rodeo day it's the 17th annual rodeo day that ac is doing and it's an opportunity really for um, our employees to have a good fun uh, um, day and they give away rodeo tickets and lunch will be brought in so there's all sorts of cool things that you'll get to do with acu so i'm glad that you're part of our team and welcome thank you <clears throat> all right so um to really get us into the topic of internet safety, we brought in um, one of our experts, and so we're glad to have him. Uh, Ramsey Miller is part of our information technology, our IT department. So Ramsey, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on. Thank you, excited to be here. So tell me a little bit about what you do at the credit union. Sure, um, Ramsey Miller, I'm the information technology infrastructure manager. Um, I came to the credit union from the credit union industry, um, a wonderful credit union in Louisiana. Um, coming up on eight years here, 
with ACU. Um, I've enjoyed it, obviously. I've been here eight years, so I'm loving it. It's a great organization. have a pretty wide scope of responsibility, including um, all of our uh, server, our hardware, infrastructure, our, our network uh, infrastructure, and, and a lot of our uh, information security layers. And, you know, those three areas kind of encompass a lot. So I stay busy. Definitely. Uh, Ramsey's always going. It's sometimes hard to pin him down. I think I've been trying to get you for this maybe a month or a month and a half or Sorry so. So <laughs> No, it's okay. It's It just speaks to how much you do here and how valuable you are. So um, I do appreciate you taking the time today because this is a subject that, you know, I've seen it affect my friends, my family. Um, you hear it all the time. Um, so we're talking about Internet safety Guys, like my mom is like has two master's degrees and the other day somebody called her and before you knew it, somebody was on her computer downloading something and you know, if it hadn't been that she also happened to call me in the middle of it and they quickly realized and they got off her computer super quick, she really could have, you know, lost a lot. And so, um, we wanted to give the opportunity for you guys to learn just some tips and tricks to keeping yourself safe um, and maybe um, also being able to keep your friends and family safe as well. So what when, when you think of Internet safety, like what do you think of, Ramsey? Well, it's interesting because um, it wasn't too long ago that it really did encompass a lot of different concerns. And it still does. All, those threats are still out there. But I think with the... Um, uh, with the invention of uh, cryptocurrency and the ability for these these hackers and bad guys to make money, it's kind of narrowed it, and uh, it's really only a couple situations. There's different versions of the situation. There's only really a couple situations that you you actually hear about hear about happening to people uh, a lot, and those are the two things I, I was going to chat with you about today. So it's awesome. So you said a word in there, cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Tell me in um, in Kathy terms or layman's terms, how some people like to say it. Um, tell me what is cryptocurrency? Well, and, and as it relates to this, basically the, the 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 most important part is it's a, a way to get paid anonymously. Yeah. So you can cover your tracks basically, and you could do it all over the internet. Yeah, it's scary. It's mm-hmm. scary that it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so oftentimes you hear somebody say, "Oh my gosh." my bank got hacked or, you know, my credit union got hacked, whatever it is. Um, tell me a little bit about what what is that when they say that. Yep. So I, I do see that uh, quite a bit. Like like you said, I've, I've had my own personal friends and acquaintances that have, have had that happen. And uh, I'll, I'll see it on uh, social media sometimes where um, someone will say my, my bank got hacked or my financial institution got hacked. And that's really not an accurate statement um, because what's typically happening is it's a password situation with with the consumer um, there, and there's there's quite a few ways that uh, uh, the password can get uh, into the wrong hands one way you'll see is um, um, folks getting emails and it can be a phishing email or basically they're they're told to click on a link um, it, the emails made to look like it's coming from your financial institution and you click on the link and it's a fake web page and it says oh you got to secure your account or um, verify this charge or something like that and you need to log in um, and so you put your credentials in and it was all fake and you've just given the bad guys your 
banking password and, and username. It could be as simple as that, and then they take that information and log in as you. Um, um, when that happens, though, a lot of times there there are some layers that are built in. Um, like we, we might all have different alerts that are set up, and those go to your email account. So sometimes these, same, these guys know that, and they, they want to be successful. So they um, attempt to use that same password on common email sites. And what a lot of folks do, and we'll talk about more about this in a minute, is they use the same password yeah. over and over and over. So a lot of times it works. They, they go to the Gmail, and lo and behold, that same password worked. So now they have access to your actual bank account and your actual email account. So they can go into your email account, and they can change all the notifications, um, go to your bank account, change all the alerts, um, change your email password to where suddenly now you're locked out of your email account and only the bad guy has the email account. So they'll, then they go to the bank account, set up external bank accounts to transfer to, you know, any number of things to actually um, get your money. Yeah. And you'll never even know. At least you won't know until... Until it's too late. Yeah, and it doesn't take them long. So um, that centers around not using the same password in more than one site. And that's really the number one thing that folks can do. Like, you'll hear... You, know, you Google it, and you, you might still see it's all about using complex passwords. But the, the latest recommendations are actually, that's less important. The most important thing is not using the same password yeah. um, over and over. And um, so what I would recommend is it's hard to do that, especially now we all have dozens. I have hundreds of accounts. And so you need help doing that to have a unique yeah. password everywhere. So they have, uh, there's, a, there's a handful of, of good, safe password manager tools um, that's what I would recommend folks look at, uh, tools like LastPass or Dashlane or OneLogin. Those can help you not only store all the different passwords, but they make it real easy to fill them, whether it's your, your mobile device or your website, um, mm-hmm. to, to automatically fill in those unique uh, passwords wherever you are to where you really don't even have to remember them. Um, it just gets real convenient when you use these tools. Definitely. I, I, I can couldn't agree more um and you were talking about those you know they send you something and it looks like your financial institution um and you know our listening audience knows i go to school so um i'm enrolled um in college and the other day we got i don't know i think it was like two or three emails somebody's email had gotten hacked and got two or three emails from the financial institution email but it was basically trying to get us to go in you know and they luckily caught it fast and was like warning people. So hopefully, you know, but it was like, oh, your Bank of America account, you know, that's linked to your, um, that's linked to your college account or whatever. You need to go in and change all this stuff. And, um, you know, the funny part is I knew, I mean, I don't have a Bank of America account, so I knew right away that it, it wasn't real. But, yeah, if you know, I could imagine especially a young college kid that, is away from home and they're like, oh my gosh, my tuition's not going to get paid or my books aren't going to get paid if I don't change this and fix it right away. And if they so happen to have that financial institution, it would really affect them. Yeah, a lot of folks don't realize how important um, your email account actually is since it's sort of the middleman because we tie it to all these other accounts and you get alerts and uh, the, the forgot passwords go to your email account. So if you if you get your, your email account compromised, you know, you can be in some some, some trouble there. Um, 
for sure. One thing that I um, heard you say that I found really interesting whenever um, you guys were working with us as employees to make sure that we were protected was um, I didn't realize um, how, yes, they need to be somewhat, you know, I guess complex or whatever, but it's not as important as just making sure that it was a different password for each type of um it, it used to be that you, the complexities because you know you can you basically run a, a bot or a script that's just automatically checking common passwords and variations of a password but now um that's not what they're doing now now they're taking that known one and they're just trying it upon uh, against thousands of websites that's yeah. what the the automated um you know computers are doing to, to find that one site that works the other thing i'll mention um is that uh, another another way that 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 password can be compromised and this is probably just as prevalent as it's not just uh, getting a phishing email where you you know you're actually typing it in but a lot of folks you hear about the the big data breaches uh, where you know big companies were hacked they were actually hacked and they downloaded thousands and thousands of people's credentials whether it's home depot linkedin these are all public publicly uh you know, known hacks. Yeah. Um, and so there's tens of the hundreds of thousands of credentials floating around on the internet and the bad guys can go pay for them, something like a dollar, dollar per. Yeah. And they get these huge lists and they say, okay, um, Bob at yahoo.com and password one, two, three. And they try it and they plug that in. They try it across thousands of on internet banking and, and email sites and wherever it hits, then a human comes involved, and that's when they start trying to try it on more and more things. So there, there's a number of ways um, th- that you know compromised passwords can be used against you, and it's just another another example of why you you want to have a unique password. So if you did have one password on one website that got stolen um, through no fault of your own, it's not going to work anywhere else, and that's a very common thing that you see. Yeah, very good advice. So um, another thing. You know, I kind of talked about earlier, my mom, you know, people calling in and getting on your computer. That's a concern as well. So what advice do you have for, you know, maybe, um, you know, and I hate to um, like pigeonhole them. My mom's like, is it because I'm old that they're and it is. I mean, it's it's an easy target. They're looking at people who they know are over 65 who are. Um, less likely to know what's going on and telling them, hey, something's wrong with your computer and I'm going to fix it for you. Yeah, it happens a lot. Social engineering, I know a, a lot of folks uh, that I've helped with that, unfortunately. Um, it, it could be as simple as uh, uh, like a spam phone call. And they get yeah. you with the phone call and they say they're from Microsoft or, or whatever. Um, or it can be um, you might get a, a slight virus if you will or or some website where it's just popping these pop-ups on you and it's saying your computer's been infected or something like that and it, it actually hasn't it's just pop-ups that are persistent and it's and the only way to get rid of it is to call this number and you get a person and then and they're like, oh yeah your computer's infected it's really not uh, but if you go to this common like remote control site uh, and let me come into your computer and help you they do that and then they actually infect it they actually put yeah. nasty software on it um, to infect it, and then you know the only way to get rid of it is to pay with your credit card. And, and you know they're classified as a legit company, um, yeah. but they're actually not. And they're usually overseas. And um, the biggest thing is um, usually they're not reaching out to you. 
You know, yeah. they're not just calling you randomly. Um, a, a financial institutions, they're not just going to email you with that type of thing anyway. So um, you just you have to be aware that that's going on and, and be vigilant. Very much so. Um, and then you talked about phishing a little bit, um, emails and things like that. One of the things that you know you guys really worked on telling us was looking at the links, like hovering over them to see are they going to the right um, are they going to the right site that it says that they're going to go to? Because mm-hmm. that's a good way of determining whether is this an email I should open um, or should I not. Um, yeah, it's it's the most common way, really, with everything we're talking about here. Um, it, it's I think I've seen some statistics say it, it's 95% of the threats that, that individuals and organizations face originate from just a fake email, a phishing email, whether they're trying to get you to call or, or, or just click a link. Um, what you see a lot of folks, consumers run into is, uh, and, and a, hot, a hot topic nowadays is, is what's called ransomware. It kind of relates back to what we are talking earlier. But you, they get the fake email, and they click the link, and that's all it takes. And now, um, it's whether it be a, a series of pop-ups like that um, with just traditional virus or malware, but, but what you see now is what's called ransomware. And it, it's pretty nasty because what it does is it runs, and it's encrypting your personal files or your personal applications. And then it gives you some sort of notification that, you know, we've infected your machine, your files have been encrypted, which basically means they're not accessible anymore. Um, And the only way to unencrypt them is to pay with the cryptocurrency uh, to some random address that you can't really track down. Um, And most of the time, if you actually did that, I'd say most. It's unknown, but but a majority of the time, they do give you the ability to decrypt them and get your files back. The FBI actually recommends not doing it because if if nobody ever did it, then they'd stop trying. But, of course, uh, there's a lot of important files out there that people yeah. want. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it really it all boils down to those those phishing emails um, that, that folks are getting, and they're hard to avoid. You know, they, they, they have a, an appeal, and a lot of times it's a, it's a current topic um, that makes it seem relevant, and you just you, you let your guard down, and it just takes clicking one, one, one link like that. Yep, for sure. What are some other um, security issues that you feel like people run across or face? Well, back to as it relates to um, uh, online banking security um, from our members in, in any financial institution. One thing almost all um, modern financial institutions are going to offer is what's called two-factor authentication, and it's it's a it's an optional feature almost always um, because it does take a little setup and with personal preference. And we've just rolled out a new online banking digital yep. banking platform. <clears throat> that offers it and um, highly recommend our members use it. It's real easy to set up, but basically what it is, is it's a way you, you get to choose the, the method, the notification method, but it's anytime you would attempt to log into our website, or our app, um, the system is going to send you some sort of communication and you choose the type and it's going to say, Hey, is this you? And if it is, here's a code, type this code in the codes usually, um, it'll expire within a few minutes, yep. so you know it's not something that's going to last for a while, uh, and and that's it's a way to ensure that the person attempting to log in is the actual account holder. Um, so you can set it up to go to your text, which is a predefined you know your phone number. You can set it up to go to your email, 
Um, or what I recommend is a push notification. So where you have the app installed and where you're logged in, um, the app would send you a, a push notification. Say, hey, here's the code that you'll need. Whether you're logging into the website or the app, you just enter this code in. You can set this up um, on our uh, platform by simply going to your uh, profile button. It's usually your name or your initials, the top right corner. Um, there's a security button, and from there you can choose two-factor authentication. Choose the method, one of those three, and you can also um, choose when you want to, that security layer to happen, whether it's mobile um, or website. And uh, it's real simple to use, and it's, it's, it's a very, very strong security layer. And if you're not one of our members, um, most likely your financial institution will also offer that feature. And a lot of other websites offer it as well, PayPal, um, any number of websites. If you dig for it, you can find, you'll usually find your, e- your email providers. You know, we talked yeah. about how important um, protecting your email is. Most of those offer two-factor, and it's one of the best uh, best tools you can use to protect your accounts. I actually accounts. have it on all my accounts um, that I that it's possible to have it on. And um, one of the ones that I know, I guess, somewhat got compromised or whatever, but I was able to stop everything was um, my Hulu account. So mm. because I have it on my Hulu account, I was able to figure out that somebody was trying to log in um, for from another state. And so I was able to change everything up, fix that password, and get everything done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's an important tool. Um, one of the things that you said that was interesting to me was the push notification. So um, I just want to clarify. So if I choose push notifications, is it always going to go to whatever phone I'm using? So that's, I guess, a concern would be if somebody downloads it on a new phone and they get a push notification, would I still get that or would they get it? I think when you, when you set up the app and you log in, it, it's tied. And so your account knows, okay, this is your account and this is the app that you have authenticated. And so it would go to that. So whichever one's already authenticated, obviously, not the right. new one. Right. Okay. That's what I was trying to clarify. I wanted to make sure weren't going to um, – I wasn't going to be posing myself to be more at risk. So, cool. Well, do you have any more tips or advice for any of our listeners? No, I mean, I think, you know, those are the biggest concerns nowadays. It's just the most, they're the most prevalent. Um, and it's, 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 it's really just centered around because the bad guys aren't just sitting in the garage having fun, uh, being destructive. Now they figured out an easy way to monetize that. Um, so it's all, you know, that it all kind of looks like that. I mean, those are your common threats nowadays. Be wary of the emails and the phishing links and, um, watch out for the random phone calls and the random emails that, you yeah. know, why would they be reaching out? Um, those are the biggest things I think nowadays. Awesome. So just to recap real quick, what Ramsey, you know, his biggest advice to you is always be, you know, somewhat on your toes. So if you get a phone call that doesn't sound right, or if you, um, get an email that looks suspicious, um, or even doesn't look suspicious, but it's asking you to go somewhere else and put a password. You want to hover over the link. And if the link doesn't match up to what it, the text of the link you know, you might have something nasty there. So yeah. So make sure you're paying attention. And also, even if it is something that's close, really pay attention because they'll put a dot somewhere else. They'll put another letter, you know, it'll be Google's instead of Google or whatever. It's, you know, making sure you're being mindful that, that it's really going to be close. It's and not going to be super far away from what and if you're not sure, um, find their phone number of the organization and, and call them and say, Hey, did you guys send me an email? Is that what you would typically do in this situation? Is there really something I need to be concerned about? 
Definitely. Um, so yeah, so making sure that you're always mindful um, on those things. And then your password, every link or um, opportunity that you have to log into something should be a unique password. You need to make sure you're doing something different. doesn't have to be, you know, super complex. Just make sure it's different so that if they do get that password, they only get access to that one opportunity. And there are websites, because we have so many passwords nowadays, that can help you. Um, he mentioned LastPass. What else did you mention? Um, Dashlane um, is a good one. And um, one, one login. login is a very good one. So those are some opportunities for you guys to protect yourself. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, Jamie. Do you have anything to add to the show? I'm about to go change my passwords. <laughs> 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 no, no, it was very informative. And, um, yeah, great, great, great tips. Awesome. Thanks. Well, yeah, as soon as we finish here, I'm sure Ramsey'd be excited to get you set up on a LastPass account and Absolutely. get you um, taken care of. So thanks, you guys, for joining me. And uh, we'll be back next week on Get Associated. Get Associated.